0: Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice
1: Board. Ready to go? Yep. Hello, welcome to another episode of... Of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. It's a lovely summer's day. We're all dripped out. <laughs> we, As you. If you're looking <laughs> at the YouTube, you're welcome. <laughs> I got summer, some chest hair out. We've all got... We all look red hot. Mm-hmm, it the is drippy gorgeous. boys are on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Drips, they call me. Call a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> but we have got one of our favorite guests in the world, come on, we'll have Lexi come in to describe absolutely anything. Mm-hmm. Alexi Toliopoulos is back in the studio. How are you, mate? I am very
2: well, thank you. Mm. All the better for seeing the drippiest fellas <laughs> in <this> town, <laughs> my <laughs> lord <laughs> almighty. It
1: might cause uh, an electrical shortage yeah, with all this drip near go. the electricity. Oh. <laughs> but uh yeah, and so we are doing a holiday destination mm-hmm. today, a place that you have spent some time, a little, a very little place, just past Coffs Harbour for 40 mm. minutes past. It's called Wooleye.
2: Yeah, it's a lovely little town in like the Clarence Valley. It's a little beach side hideaway, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did a lot of growing up there in my oh. summers, you know, oh. and uh, have some connections to the place, a lovely place. I've not a... been for like 15 years, though. Yeah? Okay. I've not been for like 15 what years. What was it?
3: Right. You would go all the time, multiple, like... You know, every year sort of thing, regularly. That basically, was your family hotspot.
2: Yeah, every single summer, basically, wow. until I was about like I think the last time would have been was maybe like when I was sixteen. Mm. And I've not gone back, but my dad still goes there. Yeah, like his family is kind of from that part of the world. Right. So,
3: yeah, okay. Yeah.
4: yeah. So that was the Tim initial Winton novel waiting to come along. Yeah, alive.
2: absolutely. Got Tim Winton vibes there. Totally. Lots of breath. Lots of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, don't even get me started about the sand.
3: <laughs> it's a long drive up because my grandmother... Li- Uh, Lived in Coffs, and it's and we used to drive up. But it's beautiful up there, like because it's just every ten minutes, there's another little quirky town like that on the beach, right? Yeah, it's just the whole way up on the coast. There's a million of those little places. Yeah, it's all that
2: area, like um, there's Red Rock, Mini Water, Mm -hmm. Diggers Camp, and stuff like that. Like all these little areas, Mm -hmm. they're all connected. They're all like um, I think Yagle people is like the traditional custodians of the land, Mm -hmm. and it's really it's like a beautiful area, and it's a lot of uh, like just, I don't know, it's like interesting place mm-hmm. and very pretty, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's a, it was a very nice place to grow up. Lots of, my grandparents lived out there. Um, they, my grand this is all stuff that like you, it will be so antithetical to how you've thought of me because it's yeah, like the Australian, okay. <laughs> the Australian side of my family. And so my grandparents, my dad's parents, um, they had a wildlife reserve there. Wow.
3: And
2: uh, it was called Kure Park. And so they cared after like, like you know, lost animals or animals that need help. So it's like lots of kangaroos, wallabies, wallaroos, lots of possums. Wow. There was a wombat here or there across the time. So yeah. it's a little
3: Alexi's granddad like going like, crikey. Yeah, like, lots yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah, like the very Australian side of my
2: family
1: looking after them. Uh, they're just like, we love TV shows <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, this is <laughs> 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 so, Alexa, you've got to get the Seinfeld
2: box set. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kid that, you know, I've not, I'm not a creature fella. I don't, I've I very rarely <laughs> had an animal. I've had very few interactions with animals. There's some that I love, but at this point, when I was a kid, my grandparents have they're huge. They dedicate their life to animals.
1: Wow, and that's cool. So, I grew up around them. Cracking myself up at the idea of your Australian TV loving grandparents calling it television autography instead wow. of cinematography <laughs> and you just going <laughs> mental They actually did love TV, those grandparents. They
2: loved Ma and Pa Kettle, Auntie Jack show. They loved Auntie Jack. <laughs> and Norman Gunston was oh, yeah.
3: Norm- That's so funny Remember he couldn't shave That was the joke really. yeah. Every yeah. week he just had it And it's like This is the greatest bit ever Like yeah. a guy he can't he was shave like, We've written the show now My
1: uh, <laughs> father-in-law Is like the world's biggest Gough Whitlam fan So yeah. he took us to mm. see Some musical about Gough I saw last w- night Oh The Did Dismissal or? Yeah it's great it Norman Gunston's so like A main character oh, and, uh, Yeah, It was man. fantastic
4: I didn't even know He was still kicking around uh, no, no, no.
1: Like, someone plays, Normal guns, oh. oh. yeah. But
2: also, yeah. the game McDonald is still alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we should get him on the podcast. Yeah. We still
3: call him by his TV character name. Yeah, that's so Norman. That's how much he's shaving. What's the deal with shaving, brother? Uh,
1: so, don't call
2: you Norman or Son, which.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh man so beautiful beach mm-hmm. summer what was it all at the same time of year You'd go up every 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 sort of summer holiday yeah summer
2: holidays usually i i believe will be like after christmas so mm-hmm. a lot of like you know new year's eve january vibes
3: we're mm-hmm.
5: talking yeah. and
2: we probably go up for like a week or two and it's all these like beautiful little properties and stuff that you just you know you they're all rental market uh but it's like very um like It's quaint as fuck, I would say.
4: Well, look, if you look on the map, it it sort of looks like it goes, you know, up on a main road and then you kind of have to almost turn and loop Mm. back down so it wouldn't get just the, you know, the bypassing, just all the tourists coming in. It's a bit of a out of the way hideaway.
2: Yeah, almost like there's a bit of a little peninsula vibe to it Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there is uh, one side is a river, the other side is a beach. And so it's kind of like you go in to, you go into Woolai and you start getting towards the beach. It's all beach, basically. Mm-hmm. And then so the riverside feeds into the mouth and feeds into the ocean. Beautiful. And uh, so it's so like very serene, like a real sea change vibe. Any
4: um summertime romance? no sir no Some so i with have my you a family buff. and stuff
2: basically <laughs> so, you know we did interact with other people and i think it's it's pretty funny because my dad spent like all he like a lot of his life there and he would say he did a lot of his growing up in worldwide is what he said a little bit more romance than i did but um so then when he like met my mum, and then she, they all loved it there so they would my mom would bring like all her friends and stuff. And so like for two weeks a would be like a big Greek takeover <laughs> oh, and they'd wow. be like, you know, people be at the beach and then like my mom and my aunties and uncles and stuff have got this huge spread of like um, antipasto and meze, like on these picnic blankets and stuff. Cause they import like a whole fucking boot of food for the, to drive from Sydney all the way up to like Coffs Harbor and Grafton. Cause like, oh, we can't get a fucking marinated olive
0: there. <laughs> And so, I'm just like that, my dad's
2: bringing his fucking coffee machine and stuff with him <laughs> because he wants to have like nice, like right. mixed, make uh, coffee for everybody the whole time. The car's there. like stacked
4: up like the it's moving to Beverly Hills. I'm
2: like everything stacked up around me. I'm in the back with like you know a DVD-enabled laptop, watching like fucking uh, Saturday Night Fever <laughs> to drive up, ingesting cinema at all times.
3: I love your idea of your aunties and your mum going to the general store that has like you know one store for fifty kilometers. That has like one flavor of chips and yeah, like any yeah. baklava like just go through <laughs> like what are you don't tell me you don't have <laughs> marinated calamari olive. Uh, no we don't have
2: it we've got olives in Devon <laughs> if
5: you want that
3: we can pick it out for you you have got to pay for the Devon
2: <laughs> I have a lot of beautiful memories there and one of them that is probably you know related to a little Patreon episode that we were also recording mm. I have a vivid memory of renting a video there mm. and it was an important text in my life okay. I would have been like I'm, my estimate, uh, like six or seven years old. And there's like a little, uh, they had like a little general store kiosk vibe stuff that would have, you know, your tip tops, your cokes and solos oh, and yeah. stuff. Favourites. But they had like a row of VHS tapes. Beautiful. And they yeah. were at the right height for a little kid where <laughs> I was like, I could just see them. And there was one cover there that I was just like, I gotta see this movie. Cause it was a little boy and he had like this like regal attire on. I was like, Dad, I gotta see this one. And it was a movie Kundun by Martin Scorsese? I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like the first—I mean, obviously it's the first Scorsese movie. I didn't see fucking Goodfellas before it <laughs> <laughs> came out, but I was like six years old. But um, yeah, so I saw—I remember watching Kundun, and it like stayed with me so much. Wow, and I've never seen
3: Kundun.
4: It's pretty
2: good. It it's good? a nice little movie about faith about the Dalai Lama.
3: Yeah, oh, right. Okay, is it like appropriate for kids?
2: I guess so Like you don't see Like you know It's not, it's not like Taxi Driver Where he's like but You can fuck her In a pussy <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: Trapeci's like not that. stabbing yeah, The Dalai exactly. Lama or something. Did you
4: think It was going to be A bit of a light hearted romp
2: I had no I think I You know I was ready for whatever I
4: was ready
1: for whatever, yeah. I, ready for whatever.
2: I never bring Peak conceptions to cinema Even when I was A little bub
1: <laughs> when, when you were saying and at this point as well Were you a, a, a budding cinema head Or was this something That kicked it off
2: I think it would be A little bit of both Those mm. two categories Holding hand in hand throughout my life <laughs> when I you, was always on the bud the bud was about to burst at any point but it may have been the seedling that broke
3: it <laughs> when you said like a little kid on the cover with robes in, in my head I'm like oh he's talking about Richie Rich
2: <laughs> like
3: very seminal movie he's got a McDonald's in his house <laughs> 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 yeah like, of course not, easy to Richie Rich <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, i like it I guess I like that movie too at that time <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, okay not sure. I'm like this is a masterpiece yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty pretty one is all about
2: about the wealth the other one is all about people <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's up, up to you Dennis to decide, and decide which
3: head. one's weird you're think? a Dennis I and like Dennis oh, that movie with stunk with though, Walter right? Mattel no, I loved it too I'm with Walter great anyone Walter Mattel I'm fucking yeah, just on board even rocks. Jack Lemmon, just put him in yeah. a movie forever yeah we, yeah, we got a so
2: big, we got the big <laughs> grumpy old man <laughs> <family>. <laughs> 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 number two it's a better
3: sequel it's like Terminator Empire Strikes the grumpy old man Yes, and, uh, and The Odd Couple. They remade that. Yeah, oh, they, yes. were, they that were the Odd
1: Couple on movies. Uh, see, my uh, Odd Couple is uh, Matt Perry and uh, Thomas Lennon <laughs> <Wow>. from the <laughs> <laughs> reboot series.
2: And, of course, your Jack Klugman head, aren't <laughs> <joking? laughs> <laughs> We all have our own <laughs> flavour <laughs> of The Odd Couple.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Coke's pan. No, i <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was that nearly was early one. Phone,
1: so I, wanted to, I wanted to ask Lex, because <laughs> this was the bit of intel he gave me, and this is... Uh, kind of were puts uh, Wool Eye on the map yes. as a known place mm-hmm. and I hope you guys didn't look into it because I'd like to hear your guesses for what it is because mm-hmm. it was very different to what I thought it was mm-hmm. when you told me so have you heard of guana pulling? It's jerking off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah it's a very formative time in my life <laughs> I was pulling the Goana the whole country
3: uh, yeah. around Wool Eye to jerk off <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <The> <laughs>
5: <town> <laughs>
3: it's just a, it's a beautiful it. spot yeah. love Drew's mind it's oh, just nice. like
5: Crispy
2: Tower
1: of Lizard Rag <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, You rent
1: Kundun And then you into oblivion
3: the, the, the mayor just pulls A big tissue Out of tissue box <laughs> And iron <outs> Commence Everybody <laughs> Now I can start The
1: goanna pulling
3: um no well, I, don't it it? I don't know I don't know I assume it's I mean it's is, is it a race yeah it sounds, like, of yeah, some sort a it sounds like a race but I or that,
1: that is what I thought it would be I thought it would be a race with goannas maybe they'd have little collars on or like it would kind of be like a crab racing the stuff sure. that a uh, friend in hand does mm. it is not
5: that mm-hmm,
2: it, no. is, it
1: is not really at all that it it so and it's I,
2: all when you're in eye, like I had never seen these before but then when Jamie asked me like well, do you want to do the podcast again. And I was thinking of like other topics, like oh, I? And I looked it up. It's the first thing that comes up. I was like, oh my god, I remember that because we always be signs like the annual goanna pulling contest will be here on this day. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, what is that? My dad was like, "Mm, it's not for you, mate. We won't won't let you. We won't let you win. But it's just like it's a silly thing. It's silly. Okay. And then I found okay. videos of it. Okay. And you did you watch the videos as well? Yeah, they're
1: funny. <laughs> they're
2: crazy dude.
1: <laughs> it's great. So this is a compilation of a couple of articles, but uh so it says you need a brass neck to take on these guys. So basically oh, so you okay. get almost eye to eye with their rivals, competitors assume the stance of a lizard before a leather belt and metal strap is looped over their necks and then they pull. Backwards. So yeah, so it's a tug of tug war, war with, with your neck, neck oh. while you're in the position. Of a lizard, kind of. so like
2: you know where you're kind of like it's almost like you're on all fours, but like the way a lizard like their head is up, yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. if you were like if I said please do an impression of a seal, you'd like have <laughs> yeah. your, your belly like kind of flat to the ground. But <laughs> I've been waiting for you to say up. that
3: my whole life. <laughs> 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 my famous seal impression. There's things kissed from a rose.
1: Well, that would like
4: that would really strain your neck, right? I, I think I can so. But imagine. these
1: these guys have. Big, meaty yeah. boys. You got well, those meaty boys. 100% sleep
2: apnea, right? <laughs> <boys.
1: laughs> one of the biggest necks the in the world. CPAP
3: machines <laughs> <Yeah>. there flying <laughs> off the doors. they got every version at the <laughs> general store. <laughs> they got one type yeah. of bread.
1: The home of ResMed in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> ResMed. It's their performance-enhancing <laughs> drug. <laughs>
3: So, uh, yeah. I'll so leave it's go in there. its
1: 20... Well, when this article was uh, put out, it was in its 28th year official competition. People train for years before flocking to the town to show what they're worth. Two opponents each place their palms behind a white line traced on the board, and a referee puts a large leather belt around their heads. As soon as he gives a signal, the two contestants must use their upper body strength to pull the other guy past the line and win the game. The competitors are split into two heats of weight. Uh, so, man's... Uh, it's a bunch of different weights. And
3: Huge then women. and big <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big fellas yeah. It's got under
1: 63 kilos So it should Hello. be some pretty wow. Yeah so Drew again. get I could oh. get in uh, And then women also have a division So some contests last seconds Others drag on for Minutes
2: <laughs> <laughs> What I say days yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, What a wh- bad way to spend a couple of afternoons <laughs>
1: Then there's a little profile of one of the champions When he moved to Wooleye back in 1995 Wayne Tank Phillips <laughs> oh, The,
3: the shutters for the community When yeah. Wayne Tank Phillips turned up I probably
1: have met this guy <laughs> It's a very, very
2: small place
1: yeah. <laughs> He didn't need much convincing to have a go In the Goanna Pulling Championships After finding out what it was He said I'm from Melbourne I'd never even heard of Goanna Pulling He's 6 foot 1 and 145 my kilos God, He oh, was my. born for this Yeah, He said when I was 12 I was already a foot bigger And a foot wider than anyone else my age I played AFL and when I go hard I go hard oh, wow. His oh, footy okay. mates compared him to a German army tank Earning him the nickname Tank Wow. Uh, Weird to specify (laughs) German. (laughs) That's That's a dodgy news as well. (laughs) Please don't call me Panzer, please. (laughs) (laughs) My friends call me Luftwaffe. (laughs) Uh, Not surprisingly, even without preparation, Tank came second in the men's heavyweight division, his first time. Since then, he's improved his technique and has taken out the title three times, finishing second most other years. This year, 37 year old Wayne has decided to hang up his hat. But not his whistle. I've been refereeing the championships <laughs> for years as well. And I'm still doing that," says the former champion and now goanna pulling expert. While Wayne is refereeing, running commentary will be delivered by John Horn, the low the popular local MC who has called the event for all but four years since the titles were first held in 1985. Talking to John, who knows just about everyone in town, so you might have met this guy too mm. because I think he's a big fixture around. It becomes What's his cli- name, sorry, uh, John Horn. John Hall. So he's local
3: MC, they called him that. It's like a small beach town and he's the MC for the <laughs> town. Yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> love it. He's
2: the town crying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's
5: the what I mean.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, right. There's a guy with a bell <laughs> ding <diggling, laughs> telling you who's won the go contest.
1: Talking to John, who knows just about everyone in town, it becomes clear why he's a successful MC. As he points out, I never stop talking. There are different events wow. going on everywhere and you have to continuously tell people what's happening. You can't stop and leave people wondering what's going on. Uh, The now 70-year-old walks to keep himself fit and locals will confirm he talks and talks, presumably to keep his voice in shape for the big event. The one day in the year John is quiet is the day after the festival. <laughs> yes, after talking into a microphone for six-odd hours straight, I always lose my voice and can't talk wow. the next day. Yeah. I thought he
2: would be like, much to contemplate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a solemn
1: day of reflection <laughs> after the Goanapool. Yeah.
2: God, I hate to, you know, jump too far ahead, but uh, perhaps my retirement plan is
3: going to take care over this job. Just like all the other Goanapoolers shudder when Tank turned up. Yeah, MC he's like, "This this oh young whippersnapper? Oh, this guy's <laughs> got verbally
5: guy. <laughs> Yes, and good.
2: watch that man then know how to speak with my diaphragm, so I won't lose my <laughs> <body>. <laughs> um,
1: So basically the event it started as like a casual contest. Now it's a huge thing and it's called the Australian Gowanna Pulling Championships uh on a specially built Gowanna Mound. And then they have some other competitions like sprinting, brick-carrying races.
3: Boring We've
1: got to pat yeah, out the day. But yeah. if, you, if you come there as an MC, you've got to start with wood chop and work your yeah. way up. Yeah. I'm on not yeah. You can't just sprinting. It's uh, not the
5: Olympics.
3: <laughs> 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 so
2: the difference is they're still tied around each other's necks.
1: <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit more interesting. Uh, the kiddies all get bags of lollies for their prizes. Oh, but... Yeah. In the Men's National Championship, the winner gets 500 buckaroos. Whoa. That ain't bad. That
5: is exciting.
2: And so
1: now, yeah, Tank has vacated his crown. I think in 2017 or 18, they canceled it because there was an article about, like, not – I don't know if they canceled it forever. It might be back. But there was an article where Tank was, like, I'm sad because of this. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. no. it's like, Tank, tank. brother. Why, wow, tank, because of, full of tears. Before COVID. <laughs> yeah, was, they were ready for it. <laughs> they were like, I hear there's a slab in Wuhan. I thought you were going to say, like, they all heard, or like it was. No, I think it might have been, it could have been extreme weather, maybe. Imagine the town chiropractor's like, oh, I love this shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever,
3: yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. But it, that's obviously the only town in Australia that does this. It's just a silly local thing that happened to.
1: Silly there's a cool, off. like, I did kind of a. You started uh, wh- a little fight club league in know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after uh, I've yeah. doing it with my dog and my baby. <laughs>
0: I always win. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh,
0: you nearly uh, had me,
1: Rupert. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I kind of like after that, I went into like a deep, a little wormhole of like weird Australian sports that go around. And there are some real fun ones. I thought we could maybe do a Patreon one. Yeah, yeah that sounds good.
3: There's a fun one at... Um I won't get into it, but it's I think it's Scotland Island in in north in the northern beaches, and they do dog uh, dog I racing. Think- uh, dog <laughs> the dogs race between the islands. Oh, oh cool. Like swimming a, Swimming Yeah 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 oh, That's unreal Yeah it's mm, really r- cool. And it was controversial Because someone entered a cat into it and Oh god <laughs> And everyone got really mad At if this If I was the MC <laughs> yeah, is illegal. This <laughs> is highly unusual
2: And <laughs> unfortunately oh. folks there is nothing in the rule books
3: That's <laughs> air like button like in John. reverse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> John listening to this Quaking in his boots <laughs> Oh, uh, did you? So you yeah. never saw the guana pulling? Never your saw dad, it until this year when I
2: watched it on YouTube. Oh right. And it's fucking weird, man. It's like actually quite scary. I reckon
1: it does look kind of painful. Well, are they? Just, God, are they grunting? Straining.
2: They're straining. They're grunting. It's right. like you know, it's hernia building material <laughs> yeah. that they're doing. It's not cool. Has yeah. your dad watched it? As no, a he's my dad. Is a real pacifist. You know, even this is too much conflict for him. <laughs> 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 and it's like I'm agree. I'm you know I'm very much like my dad. Very. If okay, if I don't it might uh, like A lot of people Will be describing As like uh, Cute I guess mm-hmm, My cool. dad is Way cuter than me wow. Like he's very sweet Gentle fella He um Loves tickling And <laughs> uh, But the thing With my dad You cannot tickle him Unless He has had strawberries Which he's allergic to And then you can tickle him <laughs> <laughs> What is
5: this
3: And so that's it's how He's like would that fucking Actor in Final Fantasy <laughs> Guy <I'm> <laughs> <honest> <laughs> <with> <laughs> <laughs> the worst He's one weakness That's if how I would we'll Describe my I dad up, If I yeah. showed
1: up At your family home With a box of Strawberries He'd yeah. be like Oh fuck I'm oh, getting tickled I He's <laughs> like
2: Oh <laughs> boy Here it comes <laughs> The tickle Wait. monster's here yeah, yeah, yeah. But He's uh, a very uh, sweet Gentleman so Has uh, your
3: dad Ever met Caution's dad I feel like A similar oh, wow. silly uh, j- you know, Cute dad energy yeah, It'd
2: be awesome They did not get along <laughs> uh, well, That'd be the <laughs> old couple Right That'd be yeah. the Reboot a grumpy old man <laughs> Grumpy old man And you just see Caution's dad Leave a big old Ball of strawberries <laughs> <laughs> <after> him, <laughs> And <laughs> someone wins It back over Oh
3: <laughs> that's very cute <laughs> Did you ever go to the bowling club, the recce Club? There, will I?
2: Absolutely, Chinese. The, the Chinese restaurant, Harry's Chinese. Harry's restaurant. Chinese. Mm. I've eaten so much delicious food there. It's a great restaurant. It's good. Uh yeah, it's fantastic. It yeah. I love nice. old school Australian yeah. Chinese. Yeah, it's places. really delicious. They I'll have these it. beautiful like placemats that have um like cartoon mascots of all the zodiac around
5: it. Mm. Mm. Ah, so it's awesome. like
2: it's like the perfect like bolo Chinese. Vibes. Like I would say up the road, the Hawks Leisure Center definitely owes a lot to like that kind of oh, yeah. like 100%. That, yeah. that kind of vibe. Totally. But, yeah. Um I remember Sang Choi Bao. Beautiful mm. there. Lemon chicken. My goodness. Yummy. Delicious stuff. Good. And, good. um I, uh my dad I was talking to my dad about it the other day mm. and he was like, Yeah, there's a photo of you up there.
3: Oh. And I was like Yeah because
2: you spend A lot of time there And my grandparents Would go there Like all the time So I was like Yeah there's still photos Of you up in that
5: place Oh cute. gosh Oh man I better adorable. go sign it one day <laughs> yeah. yeah Future MC, <laughs> of MC <Guanapoli>. incoming
3: <laughs> Did you uh Did you look at any reviews for it?
1: I looked at a couple. Yeah. Oh, okay. Most of them
3: are really good. It does seem... uh, But it is also... It seems like the only restaurant in town, people are saying. So it's... It is. It is got the market cornered, but...
2: Yeah, there's like a... There was a kiosk as well, like a kiosk that was like on the riverbank, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you if I think it burned down, I was gonna say that, yeah, yeah it if bur- it burned down, that's very suspicious. Yeah, it <laughs> burned down and then they couldn't rebuild it because it was made of like 100% asbestos. Oh, no. So it's like, well, it's a loss. We just don't have now, we have only one. <laughs>
3: now we're one down to one. Uh, most of the reviews are pretty, it does seem like you know a bit of a um, you know, throwback Chinese. What do you expect, mm. right? But mm. a lot of apparently because it is the only one in town that the prices are a bit X-y. Mm. Um, and one guy said that, uh, uh, well what someone reviewed it. Like most of the reviews are good, but what, our meal was what you would expect of a suburban Chinese restaurant. Absolutely fine. <laughs> Which is Whoa. Great. Uh I, A little ex, a little strange the extra charge for chopsticks and placemats though. <laughs> so they're charging you <laughs> if you oh. get chopsticks and placemats.
2: God. I go, excuse me, don't you see it? I'm on the wall? <laughs> 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 uh,
3: and but then this this guy was great, Jason. Um firstly, to the city knobs who think the food is overpriced, this is a small town with Two dining options. Now one, all right. But this is a small town with two dining options, not 20 restaurants. So lower your expectations, okay? Now that's out of the way. Harry's was recommended to us. I must say it was a bit hit and miss, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and that was my favourite one of the bunch. That yeah, I yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So, But most of them are are, are pretty good and just complaining about but like But uh, someone's like, I had the sweet corn soup and that I would avoid that unless you like eating wallpaper paste. In summary, we would go back. <laughs> so, so I feel like you got one restaurant in town, what are you going to do, right? Mm. But it seems like a bit of a local yeah, institution. Yeah, the ones I
2: read were all yeah. very positive. Yeah. People seem to get behind it. People mm. love it. It's like very... Uh, it's a big part of the community, I'd Hell say. Yeah. Yeah. I think my dad, when he got remarried, the wedding reception was
4: there. Sick. Yeah. Who was Hampsey, the local guy? <laughs> yeah. Imagine a hey, woman hey, that John guy. <laughs> old old man. He's just yeah. fuming yeah. out. They've got
1: me as a 12-year-old just going, "Fucking this guy. Let me <laughs> get in there.
3: <laughs> oh, that's very funny.
1: So that, so, but that's the only dining option. So then, like, you, you know, your family's, like, got mm. the metse and they're just exactly. like, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Now he's stupid for bringing all this food up in a car.
2: Exactly. We've got a big 45 kilos of salami here to keep, <laughs> us, to keep us in check over the next few weeks. Um. I
4: do have uh, a famous person that holidays there on the regular. Oh. Um, well, two people, a couple. Uh, Mr. Barnaby Joyce. and his Oh my God, what? And his lover. Now, what? Second wife Vicky Campion. Oh mm. my god, they fucking look so dirty and woolly. Yeah, man. wow, little go <laughs> over <pollution. That's laughs> <all right. laughs> And um, just for anyone who isn't up to speed so in 2018, um, Malcolm Turnbull, then Prime Minister, mm. instituted what was called well, it was known as the Bonk Band. The bonk Band, just yeah. just the silly... like a straight so. And yeah, social. I
2: <laughs> didn't have to abide by by solidarity. <laughs> I'm like, okay,
0: fine, all
3: right, I'll play along. This <laughs> <laughs> nanny state stopping me <laughs> <laughs> having sex. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> uh, me in high school, just like, <laughs> fine, all right, we can't do it. No all mobile right. phones. Yeah. We can't have sex with hot. I girls. promise you,
4: I won't fuck my secretary. <laughs> and that was directly because. Barnaby got caught with mm-hmm. this Vicky Campion, who is his media advisor. And um, she reveals that she's pregnant and all these conservative, like, nationals members. So she says were like telling her trying to pressure her to have an abortion like just abhorrent oh shit oh my gosh uh, and then Barnaby himself comes out in the national paper and st- questions the paternity of the kid oh my lord and wait it comes out looking like a beetroot <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, cancel the DNA test <laughs> well that's the thing as well like Vicky Campion is quite good looking she yeah. was 37 I th- or 36 when they got together he was in his 50s he looks like a fucking beetroot he's the one of the ugliest men you'll he, ever see I always forget what head.
1: Barnaby just looks like let me look it up um, oh, I've got a couple awesome. of videos for you Kirky Turn the <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: and he actually he proposed to vicky um while he was on holiday in woolleye oh my however gosh. he obviously maybe he was sick of harry's or whatever he he did make the drive to a restaurant called latitude 30 in coffs harbour wow which is out on the water oh yeah this yeah. guy's not a drip god at all <laughs> no no he's <laughs> <laughs> just dripping from perspiring <laughs> yeah. on his head yeah. so he said um he said he was holiday. He was on holiday at Woolai. He wanted to go to Noosa. That was his first mm. preference, but apparently, everyone was booked out. So he went there. Um, Latitude thirty, by the way. It, it looks like it's it's one of those restaurants that's because of its position out on the water. Basically, that's all it needs. So the food sucks; mm, it's overpriced, sure. and that's all the reviews of people complaining. Wow. And so there was one star from four years ago. Should be called attitude because the old woman who works there has a bad one. Oh, <laughs> like, got oh, God. Right. Oh, Spicy. Okay. Wow. Um, a lot of bad reviews of the place. But anyway, Barnaby's a bit of a known drunk as well. We've mm. covered him a little bit on this pod. Like mm-hmm, he's a bit mm-hmm. of a—he's a piss pot through and through. He's <laughs> <will. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a so, so they like, say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm here <Mirren will> Trying <laughs> to go to heaven. the
3: other way about that's for sure
4: um and he said
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's really got me see so, Turkey
3: that shirt is turning into a fucking singlet this is unbelievable oh, oh yeah. I'm my getting hot Lord. and bothered there's
1: some drip for you I'm about to go down yeah <laughs> down. Yeah. yeah I've been doing bench press this week um
4: uh, so this is from his interview in one of, uh, in a newspaper about him proposing mm-hmm. to Vicky. She, um, so he goes, She went to the bathroom and I told the guys at the restaurant, I'm going to propose and if this works out well, it's going to be real nice. If it doesn't, I'll join you at the bar for about a day. <laughs> oh. and then, I love
2: old blokes like that. It's like, just do. You said like fucking a hundred words to me just then. I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: and he goes, um, he waited for most of the other diners to leave before proposing. Um, quote, I waited for most of them to leave in case she said no. Rather than being down on one knee, I ended up being down on two. I was saying my prayers. You know, he's doing bits to the fucking oh, journalist. Yeah, right,
2: he's going for the MC job. Different, yeah. different It's between me and Barnaby.
4: <laughs> and a different newspaper interview about the same thing. He, again, he said that if Campion had said no, quote, I would
3: still be at Latitude 30 getting smashed. So right. he's just a piss head, right? But she's his media advisor, right? Yes. So she's he's not going to say no <laughs> <laughs> for every PR reasons. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And she's yeah.
2: putting all these press releases out that I guess these articles are based on. Yeah,
3: yeah. totally.
4: But there's, um, I found a few videos because you kind of don't appreciate just how batshit insane Australia's politicians are because we're just in it every day and then you go. He's not a
3: quirky guy. He's a leader of their party. Yeah. He was yeah. the, Deputy, the national leader. W- Deputy w- PM. That, he's not some quirky so old see, leader. Just,
4: I think I'm connected. let so see if this is going to work. Um, this is, his, they- um, this is one of his. This is one of his speeches in the House of uh, in, in Parliament, mm-hmm.
0: and he's just, like, it's just not making sense. To the people of McNamara, you are getting wind towers and transmission lines. Your member is standing up for you. He's doing a marvellous job. Here they come, for your transmission line all night, just over your house. Bit of a bee field. Bit of a bee field happening there. And you can have a few wind towers Once I start rusting, For the rest of your life you my trapped by lightning It's like Robert Oof. Williams <laughs> <laughs> take it I
1: was going to say This sounds like the second all half Of Sweeney's yeah.
0: we yeah. deep
3: Oh, oh, oh we've got a wind tower Ooh, Oh it's oh, rusty. Oh, oh, the are rusty <laughs> yeah. are And <fun> here he is Here's
4: another video of him Walking back to his seat During question time You don't need any audio for this He's got two beers in his hand In Parliament He's double fisting drinks From the bar And unbelievable I if not know how to
3: bar in bar. They do
4: yeah, and if like when he walks right. down the step, he kind of like flops over a little bit, um, and then one more just stupid speech that he's given. Audio.
0: Further to go. Didn't build it, but we actually showing them. We actually showing them. We're building them, and we've got further to go. We've got further to go. Now I I I like I like going to the movies, and I can't I can't but I can't but always remember Howard Hughes. <laughs> Howard Hughes, the Aviator. But yeah, how is the idea? But the Labor Party got Albo the advocator, yeah, the great, the great advocator, oh, wow. the great Listen. ideas man, the great ideas man, straight from the pool room. But <laughs> never, <laughs> never
2: my oh, so castle Oh my god, I got to get this guy on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <this guy> knows <laughs> he's talking Scorsese he's talking <laughs> Australian cinema,
4: the pool dog. room this castle. Is great. Oh my lord.
3: What a coup. But yeah, he's a, he he's a character sloshed. He was squashed. He was blonde. Blonde. That was <laughs> second half Sweeney's That was <laughs> yeah. oh, straight to the pool or in fucking <laughs> yeah. That um, was Dave Henning at fucking Roosevelt <laughs> the was other day. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, no It's still like <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just a big night It was a big night For big Dave Henning uh, Yeah I mean what a cook So he holidays in Woolai All the time And then Yeah that yeah was, yeah, yeah That's where he celeb. was when he, uh, when he tied the knot And, and it's such a tiny It's, it's what There's like a couple hundred people Right It's like yeah. You're not missing Barnaby If he's in town right? I would
4: even say Like in summer Like at
2: peak It would be really It's still small Like even mm. when every house is occupied yeah. it's, it's not that many people yeah. It's very very small place like, like you said It's very close to Coffs Harbour Very close to Grafton. Mm -hmm. Like, Grafton is probably, I guess, the big. You can, like when you go into town it's more you more go into Grafton because right. mm. they've got a cinema they got all this stuff there. Mm-hmm. the Saraton beautiful Saraton Saraton mm. yeah lovely picture palace
4: love a small town coastal cinema yeah.
2: yeah Saraton is Nataris backwards it was a Greek family that owned the cinema yeah.
3: Yeah. oh okay that's a bit quirky yeah they, they, they I like that yeah, yeah you're right on board yeah. there you saw it in the mirror and you're like yeah. hold on a minute
2: lucky <laughs> day we didn't have my name be like Slopolots
3: <laughs> <laughs> <just> like, yeah, <laughs> like and <laughs> you're like well this business <laughs> <isn't it working>? <laughs> <laughs> i did see because i love any small town where the community the the notice board the facebook notice board just it resembles a group chat effectively Oh like, yeah, wow. yeah it's, so it's like
2: i've never really been the wool eye online because it was like 16 or 15 the yeah. last I was there. so it's like did not cross paths with social with, media with social
3: me. media it's very cute because it you just like so wool. it's a eye mini so it's, it's like you know frank you left your lights on for, for, yes like like Someone posted, "Would anyone be willing to make a birthday cake for a party on Saturday?" <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's like just asking someone to make you a cake. Yeah, in the spot, yeah.
2: Did you say it's with Mini Water as well. Yeah, no, the I so Min- Mini two Water Hub have to be together. That's right.
3: So there's so all so these... Mi- Mini Waters, just another tiny yeah, town, Another tiny
4: beach town
2: nearby.
3: And uh, with the other thing, there's a. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty annoying, really. But there's this uh, lady called Nancy who runs Seventh Heaven Pet cremations and she keeps posting
1: oh yeah i saw that she
3: just keeps posting these things to the group like sort of promoting a business but it's just like really sad images about dead animals and it's just like her profile pic is a picture of a dog and it says the saddest moment is when the one who gave you the best memories becomes a memory oh <laughs> and that's just God. a photo of a dog and she just keeps posting all these like horrible like my mind knows you're in a better place where there is no pain I can understand that I just wish I could explain it to my heart oh my God. <laughs> and it's like I'm just trying to bake a cake here. <laughs> here Nancy can you stop flooding the page with this shit oh my gosh
2: so that's she's just posting in the group
3: just constantly posting photos do they get any likes no, no traction not really not much wow. at all Pretty every now and then and th- just let them in <laughs> <yeah. year. laughs> every now and then I
1: love heart reaction it's also whatever. kind of like if you think about the economics of the town. It's a holiday town. It's got one Chinese restaurant. It is wild to have one of the businesses there be like, Dog like, it Yeah, it's next weird. to Harry's Chinese and the kiosk.
3: I don't know who gets into that either because you've got to love animals, but do you really love animals? If yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah, fucking, yeah. You know, it's such a weird yeah. industry. Love
1: but, it. Love what <laughs> I hate to see him leave, but I love watching him go. I love making that <laughs> bank
3: on top of it. I'm doing a two for one this weekend, you know. Mini Water Holiday Park. Did you ever... So you never went around the area? It was always... We always, well, you in, always um, stayed in Woolleye, but Walleye. we would spend time in the other little, places. Little like, one. They're yeah. all very similar, right? They seem yeah. similar size. Um, and
2: it's kind of like the area surrounded by a national park mm. that is... Uh, what's it called? The national park is called... I wrote it down... Uh idea National Park. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like all that beautiful bushland as well. Yeah, beautiful coast. bushland. And my grandpa Doug was on the board that got the national park established. Oh,
3: oh. oh there we go. I love a dog as well. It's my dad's name. Yeah, yeah it's a Douglas. great, great name. Yeah, it's my, it's my granddad's
2: name. Whoa! Whoa. What about name? you? Do you have any connection to the Douglas
4: name Doug? Adams?
1: Ever heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> okay, number forty-three, mate.
4: Uh,
3: <laughs> uh, but uh, I love it because it's there's these little quaint towns, and then there's clearly Ooh. city slickers that come in. Yeah. And just suck, right? And, yeah. And, yeah, that's uh, me, mate. Yeah, that's <laughs> you.
2: Cosmopolitan Holton fella coming <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. So, rent our, our one copy of Kundu. <laughs> yeah. Can I get the I-House movie? Can I eat it with my tzatziki and crostinis <laughs> in the <park>? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> But some of the reviews, the mini, the mini hot water holiday park, so it's some sort of caravan park, cabin-y thing. Yeah. And Donna, TV reception and mobile coverage, horrendous. Uh, cramped cabin, but you get what you pay for. Beach access, beautiful views, and bushland setting. We won't be back. Just <laughs> like complaining about the TV reception. She can't get a mobile but though. it's just like the best. It's the best getaway yeah, in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then there's this general store with this guy, Mini the, yeah, the Mini. What is it? Mini Waters is that? Yeah, like the Mini Water called? is the town. Mini Waters General Store Crosby is blowing up. One star. The only thing that's general is the robbery across the board. <laughs> Again. Some of these bits these people are doing. Sorry to say the prices here are ridiculous. $7 for a sausage roll, $8 for a spinach feta sausage roll. I mean, it's just not that Whoa, bad. Whoa, they got big. feta yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. God. yeah. Pretty good. You had me at feta. We had impact. Um, <laughs> you lost me at spinach, but then you got me back at feta. Um, he's like, I wanted a pie, but they had none. I'm glad I packed lots of food for my stay so I didn't get stung. It's grateful they have fuel, grog, and takeaways, but they didn't even have their prices there on the menu. I'd rather honest, transparent pricing when I buy for um, just like and just and yes, you didn't have pies. This is criminal. The price of sausage rolls, etc. Is this how you treat your customers? And then he posted like nine photos. In one of the photos, you can clearly see pies. <laughs> so, wow. And the owner responds, "Our favorite part of you is a lovely photo you took of our pastry cabinet full of our house-made pies. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly got fucking all these oh, pies, man. all these chunky beef man, pies, they look Japanese good as hell as well. <laughs> Japanese chicken curry pies, yeah, Japanese all,
1: chicken curry, mm, all these own.
3: pies. So I don't know what this guy's on, but these small towns. This is one. It's one general store in this mm. town, and it's like, this, you got what you got, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. psychos. Yeah."
4: Um, I found some just an odd thing because I was in Trove searching old newspapers looking for stories, uh, and I found these two stories appeared in the newspaper within one month of each other in 1935. So, first one: bottle with message found on Wooli Beach. Uh, Dropped from a New Zealand cruiser, Miss Casson Brown of Stockyard Creek recently found a plain white bottle on Wooleye Beach, which contained a message, says our White Man Creek correspondent. The bottle was securely corked, and the message stated that the bottle had been dropped from HMAS Diomede, the uh, New Zealand war cruiser, on April 5th, 1933. Uh, And then two weeks later, strange find on Wooleye Beach. Perfume bottle with message. Whoa. So, okay. strolling along the sands of Willow Beach last Monday, Keith Barker of uh, Cotmanhurst casually picked up a square, fancy perfume bottle. Drawing the cork, he extracted a note from inside the bottle which read, Greetings from Ben T. Smith, P.O. Box 207, Pasadena, California, February 16, 1930. And wow. so, wow. yeah, some guy from California. And within two weeks, different messages for different bottles. That's, well, that's a cool. nine-year
1: voyage of the bottle, right? Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, then I did a bit of research. So if you guys will indulge me, I've got a timeline of some famous messages in bottles. Okay. Uh, and it all cool starts thing. with, uh, appropriately enough, the Greeks. Whoa. Wow. Ah, Here we go. So through, uh, right. 310. Does anyone have any tabuli? <laughs> 310 BC uh, is the earliest known message in a bottle sent by Greek philosopher uh, Theophrastus, one of Aristotle's pupils, uh, as a way of testing his hypothesis that the Atlantic Ocean flows into the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, and then you got the 1500s. Queen Elizabeth appoints a royal uncorker of ocean bottles. That's his title. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. And she makes the... plush gig. <laughs> <just> <laughs> How do I apply to this? She makes the unauthorized opening of an ocean bottle a ca- capital crime. <gasps> so Holy so moly! be
1: put to death. Yeah, yeah.
2: God. Right. You get your throat slit yeah. for like opening God. a little bottle.
4: And I would just love to... Like, I, I picture the guy's got nice gloves on. Yeah. Like it looks very fancy. Yeah. Uh, 1913... A message in a bottle that reads, From Titanic, goodbye all, Burke of Glanmire, Cork, washes up in uh, Dunkettle in Ireland. That's come from the the Titanic, which is pretty scary. Uh, 1915, two years later, as the ocean liner Louis Tania is sinking after being uh, torpedoed by a German U boat, one passenger has time to pen this message Still on deck with a few people, the last boats have left, we are sinking fast, the end is near, maybe this note will. Oh. So he's writing it as he's as he's dead, basically. How would he get in the bottle? Yeah, I, was say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no fucking idea. Uh, maybe the pen ran out of ink. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's fine. Yeah, yeah. He swam to shore. Um, nineteen ninety nine, a bottle is discovered in the River Thames, sent from World War One Private Thomas Hughes, who wrote a message for his wife and tossed it in the English Channel as uh, he left to fight France in nineteen fourteen. He was killed in battle two days later. Uh, the bottle was delivered Damn. to his 86-year-old daughter in New Zealand. So that was in 1999 and it was dropped in there in 1940. Oh, my God. I think that one's the longest one. I tell one. you
5: what,
2: yeah. bad luck. You're writing a message in a bottle. Bad things happen to you right after. I know. <laughs> it's a bit
4: scary. Um, there's a couple more. So 2012, a note written by uh, one Sydney Ferry, who died in an accident at her boarding school in Switzerland uh, at age 18 in 2010, washed up in the Hurricane Sandy debris. Um, the message which was written when Feria was 10 Reads, be excellent to yourself, dude On the back it said, from Bill and Ted So Whoa. she's a bit of a movie buff oh, sad end- cool. Again, sad ending, she died yeah. in an accident uh, Then in 2000
2: I'm my brain to make sure so I haven't done one in the past <laughs> <laughs> uh, In
4: 2013, a Norwegian soda company called Solo uh, No relation to oh, our I was beloved gonna say, Cambridge I'm yeah. going to say, we've
3: heard of Solo, Drew <laughs> <laughs>
4: um this company built the um yeah this this company's high on fizz so you can slam it down slow oh no
2: no no uh, it's not wrong. how i like my drinks
4: <laughs> um my throat's getting clogged up by
5: bubbles it it's all all
2: it's in my last moment i'm gonna put a note in the bottle that i just drank <laughs> this from um
4: well this stupid company built the world's biggest bottle containing a 129-square-foot message in multiple languages explaining that whoever finds it will get to have a party thrown in their honour at the nearest town to where it turns up and it has a phone number to call to arrange for this party. Whoa, and that's, that's the, like, gimmick thing. Well, it, I think it was found. It was The articles were all a bit vague, but it's, like, insanely on the nose to have ocean litter to promote your product that's <laughs> yes. like a plastic bottle, you know? That's true, yeah. It's um, uh, just one bottle, mate. yeah (laughs) then uh in this year 20 uh 2023 this is a local story this kind of made me laugh um so a bloke named scott was in jarvis bay uh and he found a bottle while he was uh ocean swimming it contained a message from a 10 year old girl named vicky 300 kilometers away um and the man contacts her dad this bloke ted to say hey i found your daughter's bottle you know he's in this cute uh, it says, after learning that both men had Navy backgrounds and ties to the coastal town where Scott resides, the pair couldn't believe how many strange similarities their seemingly parallel lives had with Scott's wife previously living in the very same Newcastle Street where Ted, Ted's grandparents met. So this whole article, the headline That's was like-
2: kind of something in common. <laughs> yeah, 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 Wait, your
4: wife lives <laughs> in the same street where <laughs> my
5: grandparents
1: once yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. spooky. Just a little fact that I know, like off by heart <laughs>
4: as well. If the whole thing's painted as like, you know, this is so heartwarming. Um, and then there's a quote from, I think, Scott. He goes, I don't believe in any of that. this kind of stuff. I'm not very spiritual, but sometimes you get these connections and you think the world's trying to tell you something here. Uh, Scott said, believing that the planets had aligned when he found the wow. message in the bottle, reflecting on the entire experience. The experience the avid swimmer simply feels thankful and hopes his discovery will spark the beginning of something great Uh, this small little interconnection could create a lifelong friendship and potentially that's what happened he said I really hope in 10 years time I'm chatting to Vicky and Ted and we're still discussing this story so Whoa,
2: they swapped. To, well, they did a couple swaps that
4: weekend. <laughs> to me, it's a little bit, like it starts off nice, but then Scott turns a little bit cable guy. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> like he's that just 10 years
3: up. later. He's like, that bottle, ain't you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
4: oh, i got to get new friends.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, can you believe it? but Yeah so uh, yeah I guess if you're listening avoid sending a message in a bottle or yeah. you know death will well, strike you down. The yeah. email killed it, right? it was popular wow. for a while and then yeah, but everyone just put things in and just throw it off the off the, I mean there must be like 90% of those bottles would just get eaten by a fucking shark <laughs> yeah. or something like that. So many of them wouldn't fucking turn up anyway. Oh, I shit. did see a local one one last story that I had cuz it, it just caught my when I searched but it wasn't he wasn't from all but nearby Yamba. Yeah, Yamba. Um, Yamba. There's a, a Sydney rapper who was born and raised in Yamba. Uh, a guy called one of the best rap names ever, chilling at four twenty. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Sydney rapper chilling at four twenty. He was in the news because he was in Thailand, and he uh, he sort of went live on Instagram while Thai police were raiding his hotel room looking for marijuana. And the article headline is, Australian rapper tells followers I'm fucked in Instagram video as Thai police raid his room to look for marijuana. They can smell weed from our room. I'm low-key stressing. Pray for your boy right now. <laughs> the video just, oh, he says in the
1: video. Chilling at 420. This is not like you at all. He's just trying to chill
3: in it. In the next video, he shakes his head while the caption reads, okay, I think I'm fucked. Two Thai police can be seen searching through the rapper's hotel room or speaking on walkie-talkies. More than 10 hours went by before um, the guy uh, chilling at 420 became active online again to reveal he'd been at the local police station. That was a fucking close call, bro. Um, he's been saying to one of his friends. The young rapper then filmed the police sitting in his office through the window hey there he is bro that's the cunt that locked me up blake's friend can be owed here saying while well, tapping on the glass to get the officer's attention <laughs> so oh, no. uh early in the day blake posted an instagram story of his two friends smoking from bongs with the caption couples that smoke together stay together and um, blake regularly posts photos of him and semi-naked girls smoking joints and large bongs what a fucking experience i just wanted to say thank you so much to my boys so many people messaged me. That was a humbling experience. But don't fuck around. They full on kicked our door, and it was fucked up. So oh, there we yeah. go, chilling at 420 with a bit of a le- lesson learn on tour. Wow. One of the local boys in the area. Did you meet any local kids? No, really. Era? I think I was very shy going up. Yeah. I don't think
2: I talked to any local kids. You see
3: some kids down there kicking a hacky sack around. No, down the no, I was. Thought, you know,
2: oh. I was worried they would bully me. Yeah, but, you know. I don't know. I think I. Uh because I, I would go with like my friends and cousins and stuff, oh. and like god siblings. So it's like we will have a little unit playing freaking Majora's Mask and stuff yeah. when we weren't at the beach. That's a yeah. Good yeah. Time. It was like that kind of yeah, But we would have like talked to some kids, but I don't think I ever made a friend. Yeah. In my whole
3: life. <laughs> but also, I <laughs> <laughs> love acquaintances. Love acquaintances. Who knows the business? Yeah, never
2: let anyone <laughs> in deeper than yeah. that.
3: But uh, it also seems like it would be like. The locals would be all just old couples. Yeah, right? like imagine I, there's not a big gang of young kids running around. There was Probably.
2: an old couple that, like, um, my cousins would stay with, my godbrothers would stay with, and um, my and my uh, godparents, and uh, they were called the Bellamys, I think their name was. And so my they would live upstairs in like a basically a duplex almost. The they would live upstairs. My family would like stay in downstairs. And I remember they had like. Uh, <laughs> This is so weird. I'm like half forming it in my head now, but they had like this strange rock and it was like this big porous <laughs> like brown rock. And they told us, Mark, this is so stupid. When I was a kid, they told us that it was like a fossilized hairball from a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> hairball! I don't think I ever questioned what it was.
3: You didn't, you didn't know that doesn't add up. At I all. know,
2: not at ever. And I never thought about it until right now when you said old people must live there. I go, oh, okay, well, I guess I got some entertainment from this big <laughs> rock. We're like, wow. Because it looked wor- like wormy, yeah, like yeah. a brain or something like that. It could have <laughs> been fossilized shit. I've got no <laughs> it's idea.
1: probably
5: what? <laughs> just <laughs> no, <and> I it right. <laughs> a shit. cow
0: patty. <laughs> <was> <laughs> a <dry> cow. Cow.
1: <laughs> Old people in on it as well. Be like, can you believe we fooled those kids into thinking oh, the dried yeah, up like, shit was a hairball?
0: It <laughs> 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 It's a hairball
3: from a T Rex. You're like so excited about it. Lex is out of, like an archaeologist, like just like, just dusting around like dog <laughs> shit. <and> <laughs> <laughs> oh
5: my
3: uh, god,
2: Lex, you said
1: you had something you wanted to read. Oh yeah, this is I.
2: this is very interesting. So my dad um, is a human a professor of human geography which is basically like the study of people and the places they live so it's kind of halfway between like anthropology uh, culture studies but also very much directly related to land Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like this part I, I mean, my dad probably would think this part is some sort of human geography. Sweet, so. oh,
3: that's great. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe,
2: I don't know. I don't know. If he, he doesn't, I'm fucking bringing a big bowl of strawberries <laughs> to his house. <laughs> but he wrote this um this really beautiful passage. Uh, like he's basically dedicated his life to working for and with like indigenous people and indigenous communities in Australia and overseas and stuff. Yep. But a lot of it is to do with like his kind of upbringing there. So this is uh, like... Uh, when he's like a young undergrad and like trying to figure it out he goes back to the area um, to this place called Collett's Crossing which is where I mean he said, I'll just read his words from it as an undergraduate I juggled summer holidays between poorly paid laboring jobs life on a surfboard and time spent helping a beloved cousin on his farm on the north coast of New South Wales one afternoon after a long morning spent fencing in the heat my cousin took me to a shallow river crossing named after my great grandfather my maternal ancestor had been early settlers in the region and were deeply implicated in the denuding the landscape and displacing and dispossessing of the country's Yagel uh, traditional owners. My cousin drove to the river and arranged for the, for me to meet him further downstream after sprey, spending a little time looking at the old farmstead area. I watched him drive away into the forest and immersed myself in the solitude of this place that, com- that connected me to both family and social history after an hour or so of contemplation and exploration i stepped into the river to begin walking to our rendezvous within a few steps however i found myself unable to move my legs were paralyzed in the warm shallow water that was tugging around them as the tide moved seawards the land asked me who i was the place had recognized me although i thought myself a stranger there my great-grandparents stories of possession and dispossession of this place had passed to me in childhood stories. At university I was already studying geography and seeking to respond to the dominant politics of racism, injustice and dispossession that litter Australian landscapes and which were already too familiar from my own experience. I had begun to hear other versions of similar stories to those of my own childhood but not of this place. In accepting the generous mentoring of Joyce Clegg, a Bundang elder from McLean, a little further north. I had begun to hear a different set of stories to those of my grandpa- grandmother's childhood. I was told of the blood that had stained the lands and waters around me. But this place too had stories I had to hear. I stood knee deep in the river, compelled to bear witness to this place. I was compelled to speak out loud to the place that held me. And in the sunlight and warm water, my audience was so much more than more than place this place was alive with presence and power there was a place at the edge of the sacred i spoke to the particular everywhere and every when, and here and now and the before and to be of that place and acknowledge my family and the complex stories of belonging possession and violence that were then beginning and have since continued to motivate my work i also acknowledge the stories of a local farm the frontier violence it embodied And the later stories of abandonment, change and loss. I spoke of the things I was doing in my studies, in my political activity, in my heart to move my own story beyond the history of racist violence that I was beginning to understand. Framed my family history in this place. And I acknowledged that if that was not enough, I would accept the judgment of this place and whatever that might imply. And the place listened. Cicadas and birds chorused around me. A slight breeze moved the branches of casuarina trees along the banks. The outgoing tide pulled at my legs and I could not and I could not move. But slowly the place allowed me to move. I stepped forward, having been heard and both released and held by that place, and have endeavoured to do so ever since. This is not a story I've told often. More than thirty years after the experience, however, it remains raw and compelling moment for me. It defines a rational explanation, but it was real. My Aboriginal colleagues with whom I've occasionally discussed it nod in a simple affirmation that a truth has been spoken and that I am perhaps a little more comprehensible to them than before. Whatever happened at a place, my own place in the world, my own sense of place and connections to country were changed as a consequence. In this moment, I was open to a landscape of being, belonging and responsibility in a way uh, that revealed my stories as partial and self-defensively partisan." In that long and continuing fragment of time and place, I began my preparation to accept and work towards understanding uh, ideas of ethical availability and the priority of one's responsibility to to the other.
3: Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah it's a beautiful
2: funny.
4: passage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, so is that from like a memoir or something that he wrote? No, it
2: was for like a chapter in a book about human geography. Wow. And so it was. Um, it's it's very interesting because he talked about how it was a very unconventional thing to write about, like write about personal experience like that. Mm. And he talked about how uh, in doing so, like to reframe geography into... An understanding of spirit and mm. stuff, mm. and so he would showed it to like his mm. you know collaborators and like colleagues, and they were all just like, "Whoa, this is like a game changer!" Yeah. So like, That's yeah, unreal, man, yeah, pretty yeah, that cool. Was great. And That's now he's cool. like, he got like an OAM like a couple of weeks ago, oh. like uh-huh. his, um services to
3: Indigenous Holy people of Australia. Molly. Yeah, impressive oh, guy, Papa Alexi. Yeah, he's
2: pretty cool guy, Richard, yeah. Doctor Richard Howard. Look him
3: up, Doctor cool Richard guy. Howard. Well, I've got another funny Chinese review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, How do you follow that? That's the only
2: yeah, good yeah.
3: thing we ever said on this pod, it's yeah. like the only real thing ever. Yeah, but yeah. that yeah, was unreal, man. Yeah, that it's was pretty really, interesting. really interesting. I think it's very interesting. What a life changing moment, and yeah, to go through and then write about it and still like reflect on it, right? Mm. Do you and know what I think I mean?
2: it's an interesting way to like think about like how we. How we are on the land that we are, and like how the like colonization has changed the landscape and mm. people's relationship to it, and like how we do have to think back and like think about that connection.
3: Mm. Yeah, totally.
2: it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty interesting. And like to
1: me, it rings very true, it's mm. very, very powerful. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
4: really fun stuff
3: fun. I'm real.
4: I'll get into the last two. Yeah, how do you follow like that
1: exactly? Uh, Lex, if someone says, oh, baby, I've got a car full of metse and I'm coming <laughs> to Willey for a day. What do I do? What do I see morning, afternoon and night? What's the itinerary you give them?
2: You know what? I would probably say start your morning in the river. The river is so nice. It's like saltwater river because it literally leads directly to the mm. ocean. Like mm. it's right there. Uh, so it's really easy to be like buoyant and float and relax in there. There's plenty of shade and stuff you know, put your feet among the mangroves if you dare. Um, And then I would say I would go, a lot of my happiest memories would be like on the beach. Um, And my hobby growing up when I would go there was I love snorkeling. I was like Mm. a big snorkeler. And so you can get like a boat out through the mouth of the river, into the war, into the ocean. And there's like an island not far off called like North Solitary Island uh, or Northwest Solitary Island, something like that. Um, and uh, you can't go onto the island because it's like marine life and it's mm. you, you're not allowed to go on there. Yep. But you can like snorkel around it. It's like all these beautiful like turtles and like wow. it's really powerful mm. and serene. Like, you know, it's like 40 feet of water. And I remember being a little kid and just like diving straight in, having like no fear about it. Mm. Uh, and it probably was wearing a no fear jumper. <laughs> 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 and fear as well. um, oh! But then uh, I would come back, <laughs> you have lunch at Harry's at the Chinese restaurant. That'd sure, be fantastic. Yeah. And then the other thing that I really loved doing was, um, we would go like pippying, which oh, is like yeah, when yeah. you, you know, pippi is yeah, like yeah, the yeah. little mm. mollusk. And um, you get the, like grandma do that. Um, yeah. It's like a, Sucks
4: them up, right? Yeah, like, there's a yeah. yabby,
2: it's a yabby, uh, yeah. a yabby pool or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, it's like a big yabby suction pool. tube. <laughs> <where you're> like, <laughs> like, you can competition s- competing yeah. with Guyana pool. <laughs> you can <laughs> suck yabbies out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, um, but it would be like, we would go uh, pipying. So when the the like fingers of the sea, like the waves would come in and out, like you put your, your hands down, feet in and the, your hands, yeah, you like I dig down. Miss. Yeah, and so then I would get, I would probably get heaps of pippies from doing that and make like a big old pasta or something. Shit yeah. Know, that would probably mm. what I do for my all my Beautiful. afternoon. Then you know, now I'd love a glass of beer, yeah, and right. then go back into the river as the sun goes down. This is like Unreal. an
4: Anthony Bourdain episode. You yeah, know.
2: absolutely. One of my guys, and probably would have loved the spread that my parents would have put together as <laughs> <for those> picnics. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, That's I would awesome. love that.
1: Okay, and the final question, I guess, because you hadn't lived there, I'll uh, mm-hmm. say. Uh, with uh, the biggest success that you have achieved and all the money in the world. Can Describe you see yourself- to me more. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you've got podcasts okay. and their Patreons, oh, wow. they're Chupo Trap House level. <laughs> wow, well, okay. In terms of acclaim as well. Wow, uh, you're
3: on wow. LinkedIn, you see job MC wanted, Wooleye, yeah. local <laughs> yeah. MC. Yeah.
2: Uh, I <laughs> apply. Hey, okay, guys, you know, I was-
1: uh, I never made it through the first heat of Raw, but I'd love a show <laughs> I mean, I guess it's more like a- can you see yourself going back to Woolite, you ah, probably wouldn't yeah. settle down there, but like go back down there for yeah. holidays. I would stuff, right? love
2: to go back. I've not been for so long. I guess also because I don't have a license, so I don't drive. So I'm like, well, it's pretty inaccessible for me to get there. <laughs> yeah. I probably could get like a, a train to Cost Harbour and then mm. a bus. But I'm like, okay, it's a bit psycho. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. But I would love to go back and even have do have fantasies about like buying the little holiday house and mm. we stayed in a lot and just, like, living there as I die. Um, that final <laughs> year of my fantasy. Life, <laughs> <laughs> I often fantasize about what I will be like to die. <laughs> my
3: final resting place. But, yeah,
2: I mean, even Cam James and I have been talking about, like, we should just go. Because I think he had been there as well for, like, there's a weird amount of people that know the area. Like, yep. um Zoe Coombs' ma grew up in Grafton, so she, like, mm. knows wool and has been there. So it's a weird right. You, you always find strange people. We'll probably get a few messages from doing this podcast yeah. about people knowing the place. Yeah. Um, I would love to. I think it's one of the most, it's a, such a spectacular place and so beautiful. And I feel a lot of connection there. Like to continue on from like what my dad had written, um, when I was a little, uh, like when I was butter zygote, um <laughs> my, the, my dad told me the that first- That sounds delicious by the way, way. <laughs> butter, butter zygote <laughs> And I do think they should legalize butter and I
3: do think so. You're getting pippies on your yeah. zygotes. <laughs>
5: but
2: um when i the first time i moved was uh in woolai like when my mom and dad were like at the beach and he said that a sea eagle uh passed over and basically every single time i would go in the water there would always be like sea eagles like flying around Mm. so i feel like a kind of like deep connection and i feel sad i've not been there for a long time and um apparently that same like family of sea eagles are still there. Obviously like probably 5,000 generations yeah. <laughs> later in 15 years. I don't know what the life cycle of a sea eagle is. I don't think they're the same people that have the fucking, I don't think there's like sea eagle fur balls and stuff. <laughs> <like that>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that colourful, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a, I feel deeply connected to the place. I miss it very much. I would love to go back to Wales. Well, well, it's, like to back. You, it's
4: on my list now. Oh, I yeah, wanna, let's I, drive. I'm you driving? Take a, oh take man, me. I'll drive, yeah. I'll, I'll bring the Meze, you take <laughs> me. i <laughs> take the wheel. <area. laughs> Uh, All right,
3: beautiful stuff, Lex. What are you plugging, mate? What's going on with you? Oh,
2: good lord! Um, you can check out uh, Cam James. I do a. Uh, popular culture podcast called Special Features. Great. Uh, we just did the top seven Martin Scorsese movies in yes. Otto, Killer of the Flower Moon, and no Kundun did not make the list, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Richie no. Yeah, Richie Rich. <laughs> Richie Rich came in at number eight. <laughs> yeah. Special mention. Yeah, special mention on the special features. So that's the podcast Cam James and our hosts. Hell yeah. Beautiful
3: stuff. And what are we plugging Just Jamie? the Patreon. Yeah, Patreon, up.
1: baby. At $5 a month, gets you two bonus Ooh. episodes a month. And, and baby, we're about to record one now. We're about mm-hmm. to record one with Alexi Toliopoulos himself that will come out a few weeks after this episode. What's Dare we say what and it will be? Yeah, we should. It will, because it'll be about a topic dear to all of our hearts, mm-hmm. especially Alexi's. We're going to be talking about video stores, yes. baby. Yeah. A
2: big part of my enlarged heart is dedicated to video stores.
1: Totally. It's going to be awesome. Be uh, apart from that, keep hitting us up on social media. We love hearing from you. Uh, you can watch the full video of the Eps on YouTube. We also sell merch at that you can get through the link in our Instagram. Bio. I'll send you
3: this photo of Jamie with his shirt half undone. Oh, that's uh, a Patreon. That's a, Patreon a only. <laughs> behind a paywall. And Absolutely. I think
2: Jamie looks so hot today. He looks Thank you. Very, very hot. worth it. it. If you want to fucking do a little goanna pull on yourself. <laughs> <like> <laughs> <laughs> get behind that yeah, paywall. Maybe a little pippy sucker. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Suck <laughs> oh. <But>, uh, <laughs> my pipi <laughs> <laughs> Oh good lord. lord We have a good time When we hang out boys oh, it's it's fun,
1: We should do this all the time We might be on sure? the
5: fourth move oh, <laughs> yeah, no, We'll just
1: keep it off <laughs> <laughs> Alright we Thanks will everyone. see you next week Bye, <laughs> Bye.